please join me in welcoming the first of those speakers, Leo, to the stage. Thank you, Leo. So my name is Leo. Um, I work for Telstra. Um, Telstra Enterprise, not the consumer space. So if you have any complaints about your phone connection, etc., please, <laughs> someone else. Um, Telstra Enterprise actually serves the kind of like different companies, well, pretty much 80% of the companies in Australia. That includes companies like uh, Westpac, ANZ, that actually spoke here this morning, to all the way kind of like small grandpa business uh, in the garage as well. Uh, anyone from Telstra in the room? Cool. Nice to meet you. Um, that's what happens in Telstra. So, um, the, because it's just after lunch, what I've done actually, I included some, I'm really keen on movies, so I include some movie shots. So, in the end of the presentation, the end of the day, you come to me, whoever comes to me first with the right movies, I'll get you a chocolate or something like that, just to actually keep you engaged as well. Um, so, uh, the topic of the presentation is embedding product, uh, design research uh, on a product-centric organization. When I talk about product-centric, uh, it's opposed to customer-centric. So um, Telstra is a product-centric organization, but the insights I have here is not only about Telstra, but also several of the companies that actually work uh, since I'm in Telstra and even before that in, in the design in the agency space as well. Um, when I talk about um, like product center organization, they don't understand design. And, and I know there's a lot of generalizations, um, so don't take it personally if it's actually you feel like you're working in a product center organization. But what I hear is a lot of people, when they talk about design, they try to fit as many buzzwords as possible in a single sentence. So they go like, da-da-da-da, design thinking, da-da-da-da, customer experience, da-da-da-da, agile. And they don't realize it actually doesn't make much sense. You probably heard that already. Um, I've also been accused for being too altruistic because I just wanted to actually talk to the customer. And um, before going to customer meeting, I ask people, can we just listen? Let's not actually try to defend ourselves. And that's actually quite hard. Uh, I've also been accused of sharing confidential information from Telstra, um, or for the center organization, sorry, um, with the customer just because I was trying to actually build empathy with them. Um, Product-centered organizations actually struggle to work with the customer as opposed to against the customers. And um, again, in some of these occasions and where we're doing kind of like uh, group interviews and stuff like that, instead of listening to the customer, what I hear is that, no, 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 that happened because da-da-da-da-da. No, no, our product's actually really good because of that. There's no actually this notion of like trying to understand what are the requirements and pain points from the customers. Sorry, too fast? Um, product center organization actually build in silos. Um, and you see kind of like Telstra will have kind of like that's this group that's responsible for this product, that's this group that's responsible for this product. But if you're doing design research or kind of like any kind of like human-centric design, when you cost, talk to the customer, they're not actually talking products language. So there will be kind of like a conversation that might lead to opportunities to talk about 10, 20 different customers. And that's really hard to actually bring that back uh, home. I see the Telstra people laughing, so I think that's some nods. Um, um, the incentives in this organization are actually based on short-term wins. A lot of people actually incentivize to get to certain targets before the end of this quarter, in some people, or the end of the financial year. And what happens in, when you're actually doing design research, and we talk about some of the people that present before, uh, in the case of Nova, for instance, they, she said that it takes like 
three, four months to actually just get the research uh, organized. And if people come to me and say, well, I need three months to actually get this research organized, they say, well, might as well just forget about it because I want to actually meet my targets. Um, so there's a case for change, and this is some example of an organization that's actually going through. So Kodak and Nokia are a big example. But that's also what happened with Telstra. And that has to do a lot with the consumer space. And part of the strategy that actually Telstra has in place today is actually become provide brilliant customer experience. There's a lot that has to change inside the organization. Um, so the question is, how might we actually embed design research into a product-centric organization? Um, so the first one, I think, from a design perspective, and when I've been working, I'm not actually a designer by background, so I'm a mechanical engineer, and I kind of like learn design by actually doing. Um, one of the things I felt when I started actually engaging with design, a lot of the designs I met are actually very purist from a design perspective. They said, ah, we need to actually talk to the end user, and that's all that matters. But when you talk about human-centric design, there are three lenses that you actually have to consider. And one of them is the desirability lens. Uh, and that's from, if you go back to, to IDO and Tim Brown kind of like language, they say, is a human-centric because it starts with desirability. It starts with the end user, but it's, just, it's not just the end user. And we need to actually be able to actually talk uh, and present either as an individual or as a team about the viability aspects, especially on the enterprise space, and about the feasibility aspect as well. Is that actually the things that uh, the customer needs actually possible to do in a technical uh, format? Um, so the other thing is actually understand your organization and actually work in a collaborative fashion. Um, what I just described about the, the incentives, um, you need to understand when you actually work in an in a, in a organization like that, how different stakeholders in an organization are actually incentivized. What are the targets, what they're trying to achieve. And they are almost like your customer. So if you have your mind 100% on the end user, which is kind of like your, the, your end consumer, you still have to deal with all the different stakeholders. So you pretty much have to preach to do what you preach internally as well, not only with the end consumer. Um, Deliver and demonstrate value. And then, since I've joined Telstra 15 months ago, one of my strategies was actually that I'll actually work with as many people as possible. And that has to do with some of the things that I actually mentioned in the morning as well, in terms of like put yourself out there and make sure that the, the organization understands what's the value of doing design research, human-centric design, design thinking, and all those beautiful buzzwords that I used to talk about before. Um, share the love and build internal capability. And I love the, the game that actually was on the Google talk um, about uh, the, po what's the name of the game again? So, poker face, that's right. Um, and as a way to actually quickly introduce this capability in the organization, our team is a small team, it's like three, four people. Telstra has over 50,000 employees. So if you can start like sharing this capability, there's a big chance that the organization can start to move towards being a customer-centric organizations as a whole. So I've been running training sessions on a kind of like every three months, and what's happening is that these training sessions are becoming more and more popular inside the organization. Um, high new talent, and, uh, and when I talk about high new talent, um, what we've been looking at is actually much, much more focused on the personal attributes rather than the credential. And one of the things, it's a very kind of like uh, dysfunction organization in many ways, but it's kind of like all over the place, so you can't actually have, I had an interview this week, and the person said, oh, I actually like to choose the projects I'll be involved. And that, for me, irrespective of the credentials, was kind of like, no, we can't actually do that because I don't have this, the luxury to choose this. 
Uh, and the last one is actually just seeking ongoing leadership support. Um, and actually, like, again, it's a very product center organization. It tends to be very hierarchical. And if you don't actually have the leadership support, it's very hard to actually get to sit on the table in the first place. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from Design Research 2018. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.